Welcome to Sports Central. I'm Rick Drewer. I'm Phil Fechner. Now, Phil, today is your big day because it's the tennis, Australian Tennis Open and you are a full bottle. So what's, <laughs> what's happening? <laughs> I don't know whether I'm a full bottle, Rick, but anyway. Um, well, some of the Aussies have come and gone, Rick. Oh, really? Yes. Now, I hear that as regularly as the sun rises every yeah, day, yeah. Sam Stoza loses in the first round. Correct. Bang, bang. <laughs> Straight sets. Four, and, but, four, four oh, times in a row? Look, Rick, she's lost to Dana Yastarema Saska. So, you know, that's a big name in tennis. <laughs> I can't even say it. Never heard of her before, but anyway, she's lost to her in straight sets. How can you be a US Open winner and then lose four times in the first round in the Australian Open? That's four. a fair while ago, though, she's won that. Oh, isn't it? Yeah, oh, okay. and uh, oh. she, her form is, I think her career is just about... Uh, you reckon gone. I could? You reckon I could give her a run for her money? Let's not be silly. <laughs> what about our old mates, Bernie Tomic? Oh, bang, bang, bang! Incredible. See you later. It is amazing though that they get paid so much for turning up 60, and losing. Sixty thousand. Sixty thousand for Just... turning up and opening your mouth. Eh? And, and he blamed Leighton. Well, hey? what's going on there, Phil? Well, don't know much about it, but he's he's. Not real happy with the uh, Davis Cup coach, is he? No, he's not. Oh, Lele. Right. And Leighton's still playing. Did you know that, Rick? Well, I did Playing know in the doubles? He's playing in the doubles. One may well ask why he's doing that as well. well 30 Gs each for each round you get through. Is that right? Yeah, and I think him and uh, Sam Groth were, I reckon they came runners-up last year. So there's probably oh, 150, 200,000, 300,000 oh, each or something. I wouldn't have thought Leighton would have needed that sort no, of thing. No, he doesn't, but anyway. Well, and last night... Oh, I had a tear in my eye. Kyrgios, straight sets, lost. Well, I mean, it was one, It was a sad sight, wasn't it? I oh, mean, he had an injury, though. <laughs> <laughs> he was going down, lost the first set, so he got his knee taped. <laughs> oh, I tell you he what. Always, he seems to be very injury prone, doesn't Only he? when he's losing. Yes, that's <laughs> very, very true. So what about the big names? Uh, um, now that we've got over the ordinary names. Well... What, yeah, uh, Rafa, Rafa went through. Yes, yeah. yeah. Um, federal play, I think, tonight. Right. Uh, oh, well, while we're on Australians, Ash Barty, she went through, straight yes, sets. Yes. Uh, Runner-up at the Sydney last week. Yeah. I think we might have mentioned that on our last show, or we might not have. And uh, uh, now you're going to Alex, Alex Deminar. Yeah, he's through. Now, now, he is the sort of... Well, at least at this stage. He's the sort of role model that I think young kids seem to... You know, he's a good Aussie kid, uh, speaks nicely. Uh, he's not a big head like uh, the other two we've just mentioned. <laughs> and um, and he must be able to play a bit. Well, and he took... After, after this... I found this interesting. After the Sydney tournament, he got his own jet over to Melbourne and he had ice bars and everything, all massages and because he just won that, and uh, he was fronted up yesterday to, to play, and uh, so he, he had no, there's no rest for the wicked there, Rick. I, well, I must confess that I don't know the inner, inner, inner workings of tennis like you do, but how, and, and good luck to the kid, but how a 19-year-old Aussie can afford to have his own private jet? I mean, how? where does the money come it from? It must be in a sponsorship deal that... You know, he just won that tournament, oh, so right. I suppose somebody's got a jet there that he might know, and oh, right. off he goes. Okay. Um, on the Saturday night, uh, Kokonakis, Thanasi Kokonakis, yes, yes. South Australian lad, won the first set, 
But uh, his old shoulder injuries, uh, yeah. he said to pull out. Well, let's face it, uh, shoulder injuries are shocking things. I've actually had one myself in earlier years, but in tennis, you know, that's virtually the end of you, isn't it? I mean, well, you don't get back he's to He's not often. that old either, but he's, that he's just battled with it all his career. Mm. I think uh, his career could be coming to an end, Rick. Well, I think, I mean, the reality is that your shoulder plays such an incredibly significant part in playing tennis that, um, and very rarely, you've only got to look at, if you look at AFL football, once they've done something to their shoulder and they're strapped and whatever, the trouble is there's a a weakness there mm, forever, yep, um, yep. and tennis would be the... Uh, well, you've got a, a big serve, and he, th he right. thrives on his yeah. serve too. Um, of course, Murray... Um, well, I think he's gone, isn't he? he gone, I I'm, think, uh, hip. He's got yeah, the crook hip. Yeah. Uh, watch some of that. Uh, he went down in five, to his credit. He fought it out, but uh, was a bit teary after. Wasn't sure whether it's his last, but one would think uh, he's got to go in for major hip surgery at some stage. You'd think that's probably the end of him, wouldn't it? Well, I've got a lot of time for him. I reckon he's a pretty sincere dude. And uh, I saw a press conference before the, the Open ever started, and he was basically saying that his hip was absolutely shot. Mm. And, um, you know, to have the courage to, to, you know, go to five sets virtually on one leg, as it were, or one hip, um, you know, and it'd be nice to think it's not the end, but it probably is. He yeah. probably, he probably couldn't... Uh, uh, afford not to uh, have to play again, I would think, with his winnings over years. Well, and... you wouldn't have to, I don't think. No. Um, quickly on the on the a bit more on the ladies, Serena went through. Yes, yes, yes. Um, Sharapova, one of your favourites. Very not good necessarily for a tennis ability. Uh, unfair call there. No, me. well, that's very true. Very easy on the eye, one would say. Which and also has been an incredibly successful tennis oh, player. Oh yeah, and seeded thirty, yeah. so she's still up there in the world's in, you know, rankings. Yes. So, um, but yeah, we'll cover a little and bit I, more. I, I, what's well, on the next show? We, yeah, before we uh, let Serena escape. Oh, um, yes, I, I did see that uh, at her press conference. Uh, one of the journos, uh, to keep her right on the money, said, uh, what do you think about your coach suggesting that um, coaching should be allowed on the court? And she said, I have nothing to say. Oh, really? <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, that's probably a good uh, call on her part. <laughs> she had plenty to say one other day, well, she didn't did, she? didn't she? Yeah. But, so. um, what about a joke? I reckon we could have a tennis joke there today, Rick. Yeah, well, listen, did you hear about the two girls... They'd just finished playing two sets. And as they were walking off the court, one of them said, you know, I've been taking tennis lessons. It's So far, it's cost me nearly 10,000 bucks. And the other girl looked at her, her partner looked at her and said, you should call my brother. And, then, and she said, why? Is he a tennis pro? She said, no, he's a lawyer, but he'll help you get your money back. <laughs> 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 well, I never. There you go. What about, have we got one more? Well, we, we have. Let's hit another what about, one. That, we're on a bit of a roll. We are on a bit of a roll. And anyway, you know, this, in this modern world of today, you know, you can ask computers anything and they'll give you an answer back almost immediately. Anyway, there was this conceited tennis coach and he asked the computer, how many great tennis coaches have there been? Instantly, the computer spoke back mm -hmm. to him. One less than you think. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
No, I like that you, too. You, right? you, yeah, you got two from two. Our manager gets back today. She's been on holidays. Well, she has flying so hopefully, back from Perth. Yes, I mean, well, I think she'd approve of that. Though. I think she would. So, and, we'll, and what about what about the? Uh, we'll go. We'll we're go going three. three. We're going three. We're going wow. three. Be the first right. hat trick you've ever taken. <laughs> Probably true. <laughs> Do you hear about the bloke who bet his boss that Federer would beat Nadal, and sure enough, Federer did beat him in straight sets. So he collected the $100 bet in cash and said to his boss, do you know what I'm going to do with this? I'm going to get this $100 note framed and I'm going to put it above my bar, right, to let everyone yep. know yep. that I'm smarter than my boss. And the boss looked at him and said, how about you give me the $100 bill back and I'll give you a cheque? <laughs> Oh, you've done well, Rick. Did you, you like that? A fair bit of research going oh, into those three jokes yeah, there today. Yeah, absolutely. That is yeah. unbelievable. Yeah. Well, what about the cricket? Uh, one all in the uh, ODI series? Yes. Well, Rick? I was I was actually going to go to the Adelaide oh, Oval, but it was so you. hot. Yeah, it was, it way was hot, too hot, wasn't it? But, uh, you know, 300 is 300, and, you know, people talk about pressure, scoreboard pressure. <laughs> um and you couldn't ask for the Aussies to have applied more than that. But um, I actually uh, felt that they were probably about 20 or 30 runs shy, and uh, Coley proved that to be true, and they well, got there with a few balls to spare. Yeah, I, I thought they probably had enough. But anyway, um, you're the cricket guru. Well, it's There's a pretty, no it's a pretty good flat batting track, and, um, and yeah, I mean, if... If the Indians didn't have the batting lineup they've got, I'd say that that was more than enough. But and then you, when you've got Coley, I think you said he's made what nine hey, tons in his last yeah, nine yeah. innings or something. Yeah, you know? that's he, not bad. He's a cut above the rest. There's yeah. no doubt about that. And then Donny, he made fifty odd. Yeah. He was fifty yeah. not out. Yeah. Um, but Marsh, does that warrant him to get back in any Test side or? Well, let's. I'll World just make. Cup the, I'll just make the point again. Any. Any comparison between playing 50-over cricket, T20 Big Bash, and playing real test cricket is like chalk compared to cheese. And I don't care how many Marsh makes in uh, one-dayers or T20s because he keeps proving when he gets a test match that he can't make runs at, yeah. at yep. that level. Um, yeah, I wish he could because, it, I mean, the guy has got talent, but whether it's a mental problem or whatever... but. He's he's been given more chances at Test cricket level when you've had hot dinners, and he comes up missing most of the time. Yeah, no, I, well, it's good to see him get amongst the runs, but uh, whether he can uh, oh, he can bat. I mean, he, but, he can't build in innings. Oh, I know we we keep harping on this building in innings, but that's what Test cricket's all about, isn't it? Well, the the reality is that whether it's attractive, whether it's not, and I think I've said this to you off air on a number of occasions. The fact is the Indians have worked out how you play test cricket, and that's simply occupying the crease. You don't have all this talk about strike rates and all this. It's a load, put it bluntly, in four- and five-day cricket, it's a load of rubbish. You have to occupy the crease. The Indians have won the test series with uh, scoring at just under three runs and over. But guess what? They bat all day long every day. Yeah, that's right. As simple you know. as that. And and not, I think you said off air, I don't think we've said it on air, 
A lot of those Indians don't play the uh, 2020s. Quite a number of them don't. Yeah. yeah. And because they, well, they don't play cricket that way. I mean, they, I know I sort of make a joke of it, but they play real cricket. And the big bash is the big bash. And your techniques are completely different. Um, uh, there's a few people, obviously, who seem to be able to adjust and succeed in two or, th or all three versions of the game, but many don't. So, yeah. there you go. Um, what about the local cricket, Rick? Uh, Angerston dominating the, the local cricket again? Well, uh, if we're just going to touch on the local yeah, cricket... Yeah, just I, quickly. We yeah, haven't I think, said much I think, about it. I think the basic truth is that uh, Angerston and South Gawler and then Daylight. Um, oh, I really okay. it, Two standouts. A, two standouts. And um, then you could, you could toss a coin as to who's going to make up the four. Um, on their day, they started off very well in uh, coming back into A grade in Malalar, but they've uh, dropped a few games lately. Then you've got, uh, you know... What about Tanunda? How have they, they've come up? Well, they have been very disappointing. Really? Yeah, very disappointing. Um, I wouldn't... I, you know, I reckon Light Pass might make the four. It won't... Re to be honest, unless there's incredible shake-up uh, and uh, an upset... Uh, it won't matter who makes up the four. I would say that the grand final will be, be, be between Angerston and South Gawler. Okay, well, there you go. Uh, I mean, we hadn't touched on the local cricket for a few no, weeks, so. Uh, um, but there is, they, they are the dominant sides, there's okay. no doubt. I mean, and I think, let's be honest, even though Ango have got the experience, the, the senior players, and they've got the track record of having won the last three premierships. Um, they would start favourites, but South Gawler, if they uh, they have got a huge amount of talent in that side, and if if a few of them have a day out, they could easily give Ango a big run for their money. But um, you know they th those two played in the grand final last year, and uh, Ango beat them, and uh, un unless there's a few. Uh, surprises, I would think that they Ango will probably win their fourth in a row, but uh, you know, time will tell. Okay, well, there you go. They South Gaul have a new lad, didn't they? McCard or something, yep, yep. his name is. Very good player. Bad and bold, doesn't he? Yep, he's a he's deceptively quick, opens the bowling, and in a number of games, he's also opened the batting and he gives the ball a bit of a nudge. Uh, and he He's the sort of cream on the cake for South Gawler because they had a pretty useful side. But to pick up an all-rounder mm. of his calibre um, is really what they needed. And so um, th that th they're definitely a stronger side than they were last year. Um, yep. So uh, uh, having said that, I've put the kibosh on them and, of course, they'll get beaten. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> See, Lockie Lake got amongst the runs, 147 not out there for Angerston. That is a huge performance in a yeah. one-day, a 40-over yeah. game. Brother of uh, Brenton Lane. Yeah, well, and he's bigger. He's about as big as well, isn't he? Yeah, he's And he, he absolutely beginner. smashed them. I mean, like, uh, I was talking to one of the fellows who was uh, umpiring the game, and he reckons that it didn't matter where they put them on the boundary, they just sailed over the top. Straight over the top. <laughs> you can't catch them when they're going over your head. <laughs> Over the, very over the boundary, but uh, yeah. So that's about the local cricket scene. Yeah. It's 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 not boring. Uh, I I the, the outsider, the the dark horse. If everything fell into place, would be Malalar. But um, they, I don't think they've got the depth at this stage to really compete 
uh, with the other two. Yeah, obviously they got a hiding from uh, Angerston on the weekend. Yes, they so did. that's that little bit of a, a gap between. Yeah. I will admit that the that result isn't probably a good uh, example of the gap because uh, I'm not sure why, but there three or four of the top Malar, uh team were missing. Oh, okay. um, Both of Birchmore's were in, but well, they were, and that was about the only okay. uh, experience they had. And of course. For them to do well, the Birchmoors are going to have to bat and score yeah, runs, and they but didn't, didn't they were missing a few it. from their normal side. Oh, well, we've touched on the local yeah. uh, cricket as well, which yeah. I don't think we've done for a few weeks. No, no. And, we've uh, had three jokes. Which we have. Quality. Is, thank you, Philip. That's really nice of you. <laughs> well, I think that's about I time for the it day. Is. So until next week, this is Rick. This is Phil.